I can't believe Tony Hawk is 55 years old. I mean, kids that grew up in the 80s and 90s right now, right? We are all adults with responsibilities. So what if you could go back in time, right? What would you do different? What would you do again? Like, would you be a race car driver? Would you be a football player? You know, would you be a purple-haired rock star, a breakdancer? Well, I'll tell you what. Joseph did that, right? He kicked flip himself into a new life from finance to skateboarding, right? So meet Joseph Romy, a former corporate suit and now up-and-coming skateboard mogul. Hey, what's up, Joseph? How are you, man? What's welcome up? to the show. I'm good, I'm good. How are you, man? Good, good, Thanks good. Thanks for bro. having me. Yeah, most welcome, most welcome. I mean, look, guys, welcome to another episode of Find Real, where I believe everyone has a story. It doesn't matter what kind of background you have or what kind of career you're doing. Everyone has a story, and my job is to capture those stories for you, for both your entertainment as well as for you to learn from their experiences, to become a better person hopefully lah right so Joseph Romy the founder of JR Skates today I found out what JR stands for <laughs> I thought it was Junior it's Joseph Romy right yes <laughs> okay so you're going to share your experiences today about you know how you started <clears throat> the skateboard scene right um, mm-hmm. how did you move from a career in finance mm. into skateboarding right and you know how you're running your business so Joseph, why don't you just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself growing up in Kuching? Okay, so um, growing up in Kuching, uh, it was really um, nostalgic and uh, memorable because um, growing up in Kuching, it's, it's, Kuching is a small city, right? So everyone knows everyone. <laughs> and then um, as a teenager, um, we look forward for the weekend. Because Kuching is so small, we only have one or two shopping mall, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So all the teenager will all lepak there, lah, you know. Uh, uh. So there's this one um, shopping mall we call Kuching Plaza. Okay. So Kuching Plaza is like the legend place, lah, you know. All the OG would go there, you know. Um, so Kuching Plaza on Saturday, you see all sort of kids, punk rock, lah. Grunge lah, bapuk pun ada, you know. Ah, uh, and it's 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 a space. I, I would say it's a it's a safe space for all teenagers that time. Because um, when you were growing up as a teenager, you don't know um, where you belong or, or or which which vibe should I go to or which group should I go to or maybe mm. I'm emo, but. I don't know where to go to, you know. Got so it. KP is the space lah, it's the place lah, you know. Yeah, KP, KP baby. yo, <laughs> KP. We need to revive KP <laughs> Okay, we'll talk to the menteri besar. Uh, <laughs> let's let's see if we got some hope, right? <laughs> okay, staying in Tabuan Daya in the kampung, you only play football mm. or main guli or main layang layang, you know. Mm, mm, mm. And when you move out of it. And then, uh, as you grow up, and you hang out in KP, and then KP, <laughs> we have one of the best skate shop called Rupert Ridge. So Rupert Ridge is the only skate shop in Malaysia that distributes um, all the skateboard goodies those days ah. during the late 80s, 90s, like that. 
Alright, so this this was even before the Joe Epo days. Um, during their days. Okay, okay. During their okay. days, yeah. So Rupert Rich, um, their main distributor for um big big brands, skateboard brands in mm-hmm. US, yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever um brands that KL has mm. came from Rupert Rich. Oh, no Rupert way. Rich will distribute it out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's so interesting. Uh, yeah, not many people know about so, this. So, what? I mean, how how did Rupert Rich get that kind of a distribution deal, or how how did he start? I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> this old man is is a brilliant guy. William, his name. Okay. Yeah, shout okay. out to William. Yeah, because of him, this this um this guy named William, the owner of Rupert Rich, he brought up the skateboarding scene from day one up until now you know mm, mm. yeah because that's that's one thing i realized i've been to kuching a few times mm. you know i've met a few of our mutual friends mm. right and there is a huge skate culture yeah that's there so maybe could you comment on the difference in the skate culture maybe in east malaysia or kuching specifically versus the skate culture in peninsula malaysia um like you said the the community is It's big and it's getting bigger back home in mm. Sarawak, and here it's much, much more bigger, like mm. three times, four times mm. bigger, you know. Mm. Um, but the difference between East and West Malaysia is um, most of the local brands and big brands are located here now, you know, mm. Mm. in West Malaysia. So, mm. so there's a lot of support. There's a lot of event going on. So. The more events there are, then you know the industry will keep growing, lah. Mm. To compare with Sarawak, not much of um, local brands. Or I'm not sure why. Maybe, maybe um, the awareness of entrepreneurship to into skateboarding industry is not there. You know, maybe the perception of the society there like ah yeah skateboarding apa je skateboarding you know you cannot make a living out of it uh, you know why you bong masa doing all this shit you know so so yeah. so that leads on to the next question right ah. so here you are right uh, going to the uh, what KV mall right hanging out with all these people meeting up with uh, William from Rupert Rage <laughs> building your passion so then it goes to public perception how did your family Uh, more importantly, your parents, your uh, family. How did they react when they found out that hey, this boy is doing skating <laughs> and not playing football or studying? For example, how how, how was the reaction like? Okay, um, growing up, growing up back home, um, like a lot of kids back home, we play football. You know, um, we join um, school running marathon, mm. but that didn't. Outshine me lah, you know, kind of thing. So, so, so. There's one day um, I watch um, X Games uh, on TV. On I was like, wow, what is this thing? Like, whoa! I saw um, Tony Hawk, yep, Bob Bunquist, Andy McDonald, all these big big names. Omar Hassan, they were playing um, vert ramps. I said, whoa! How how did they even spin and flip? And catch the board, and it was so amazing, and I just got hooked with it. And I was like, "How, how can I get myself into this?" You know, and my dad was um, beside me. And okay, during that time, inline skate 
was popular. Wow, inline skate was popular. But it's so expensive. But but that's the thing, right? I mean, mm. uh, similar to you, I mm. also watched uh, X Games, mm. right? Mega TV. I remember <laughs> <laughs> Mega TV <laughs> before Astro, right? So that's the thing. There were three sports. There was BMX. Mm. There was inline skates, mm-hmm. and there was skateboarding, yeah. right? Uh, I remember some names like Dave Mira, J Myron. Oh, whoa, so, BMX. So, so exactly, and that was what excited me when I watched the BMX bike because I cycled. I mean, all of us grew up. I'm yeah. assuming cycling, yeah. right? Exactly. So. How how did skateboard excite you more or interest you more versus the other extreme sports? Ah, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe at that time, it was showing skateboard, <laughs> and I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, that I want to get that. And also, um, the other factor is that bicycle and inline is more expensive than getting a skateboard. Understood. The, yeah. the barrier to entry, the cost for the starting cost. that sport. Got it. Got it. Got yes. it. Yes. So, um, I asked my dad lah. Um, okay, cancel lah, beli um, inline. I want to get a skateboard. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's much more cheaper, right? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> so, um, I waited lah. Oh, my dad said, ah, tunggu hujung bulan lah dapat gaji. I get for you lah. <laughs> tunggu hujung bulan tak ada. Like, eh, dad, where's the skateboard that you promised? Oh, tunggu another bulan lah. Wait, 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 wait. And then in the end, we got it. But I got my skateboard from Paxson. What happened to William's no, shop? It was too expensive. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. It was. Uh, we couldn't afford that, lah. You know, because mm, mm, Williams, um, uh, Rupert Rich skateboards are all branded skateboards. You know. Ah, okay. Like so, um, I got the skateboard from Paxson. It was, memang, cikai punya lah. You know, <laughs> just like. I don't know how many layers of wood. Berat gila <laughs> And then The wheels were um, Very Soft And When we were riding it On the tar It's like You push sikit It just moved like One meter And like ah, What? <laughs> and the bearings pun teruk But um, At that time You got no choice lah You know You just You got the skateboard That you wanted And You have to learn How to Skate then mm mm-hmm. And we don't know shit about how to skate, you know. Like, I, I imagining myself getting a skateboard and I can do whatever Tony Hawk is doing on the TV. But no, <laughs> I don't have that vert ramp. Mm. And I was like, eh, oh, how do I start skating? Ah, huh? mm. so I just started by riding, lah, first pushing and riding, and then, and then just made up, like just kick the board and try to jump onto it, like you know. Figuring out how to ollie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like no one teaches us. There's no, um, I don't know. There's, there's no YouTube. Like there's no example, YouTube. Yeah, kids, kids today have Nothing. it easy, right? Like whatever you want to learn, how to play the guitar, how to skate, yeah. you know, YouTube, even yeah. how to play poker. Uh, YouTube will teach mm. you. But back then, we didn't have YouTube. So, no, man. so you just figured out mm-hmm. how to kick the ball mm-hmm. so that the board goes mm-hmm. up and an ollie happens. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Having a skateboard. Somehow, I don't know. Just by holding it, 
makes you feel cool. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it gives you that self self esteem. You know, like wow, like so cool. Pakai topi terbalik, like wow. It's, it's it's the same thing. When I was in school, you had the guys who were skaters. So the skaters always wore baggy pants. Yeah. They had the upside down cap. Yeah. So they were one crew. I, I was part of the musician crew. So I just bring my guitar everywhere. So we had our own coolness. But you're right. The moment you've got the skateboard, mm. right, your cool level just like, goes boom. up. Yeah. I don't know if you can get girls, <laughs> but the cool level goes up, right? <laughs> so do you remember that feeling the first time you hit your first trick? Maybe an ollie. Yeah, you know? it was an ollie. So, um, how we somehow figure out how ollie works was, okay, we were like I said, we were poser, bring our skateboard <laughs> on Saturday, go KP, you know, <laughs> trying to look out for skateboarders, you know, yeah, because yeah. like I said, KP is a a place where you try to find your vibe. Where is your You know your space, a sense of belonging. Yeah. So I want to be belong. I want to belong in the skateboarding society or community. So me and Luke went to Kepila, bawa skateboard. You know, and our skateboard was so clean. You know, there's no <laughs> board slide mark. There's no grind on the trucks. Nothing. <laughs> Just tanah on the on on the, our grip tape only. <laughs> Jalan, 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 and we saw a skate shop. Like wow, like oh, ah. that's when I first knew about Rupert Rage lah. Like got oh, it, got it, got it. This is the the shop where all the cool guys will hang out. Got you it, know? got it. So from there we start to um, get to know um, with other skateboarders, and then in front of the shop, um, kids would. It's like a meeting point, you know. Mm. Kids would just go there, sit there, just lepak je, duduk on the skateboard, <laughs> just lepak, waiting for their friend to come. Oh, dah kumpul? Okay, let's go hit the road or hit the spot, you know. Can that time got no phones? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you just you call from your house phone. Okay, hey, bro. Um, later meet up at KP at uh, 9 a.m. Ah, okay, ah, 9 a.m. Ah, don't be late, ah. It's all about trust, man. <laughs> Bro, it's all about trust. I can relate to this. Right? Yeah. If if you are a KL kid, right, growing up in the 80s and 90s, it's Pertama Complex. We will oh. be same thing, right? I mean, I come from uh, PJ Petaling Jaya, which yeah. is a little bit of a distance from KL. I'll have to take the bus, right? Yep. So if I have to meet there at nine o'clock, I gotta take the bus at seven thirty-eight, right? Just to make sure that I'm there. So right. I, I get it. It's a congregation point yeah. to meet your friends, yeah. and after that, you do whatever activities that you have yeah. to do. Yeah. We were know? so disciplined. We got the time management right. You know, like oh, seven thirty, I have to get ready and take the bus. Well, no, <laughs> shit. You know. Yeah, man. So, so, so that's the thing. We, I think, we were all raised differently, right? Mm. We didn't have mm. things like YouTube, mm. handphones, and mm. stuff. So, so here's the thing. So you you found Rupert Raid shop. Yeah. You found people that were like you, and I'm assuming that's where you found people who actually helped you, who yes. taught you a few yes. of the skills, right? Exactly. So, um, I met some senior skateboarders. Mm. Yeah, I saw them. While we were waiting for our gang lah, um, in front of the shop, so this senior skateboarder, they would do some tricks in front of the shop, and we were like, "Whoa, <laughs> how did he do that?" And then he actually did it. All he's like, "Oh, that's how you do it." Okay, <laughs> so we that 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 moment, we just downloaded in our brain, <laughs> and then okay, look, tomorrow morning we meet up at the neighborhood. 
Let's do this. You know? And you practice? You practice. We practice <laughs> how to ollie. Oh, that's how we do it. Blah, blah, blah. And we somehow got it. You know? <laughs> I was the one uh, who who got the ollie first. And I was so excited to see Luke. And then I was like, look, I know how to do it. Oh, show, uh, show me, show me. Oh, like this, like this, like this. Oh, they show him. And then he pun start practicing. And then he got it. So, you know, like that was the, 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 the moment that really boosted our, our, our passion in yeah, skateboarding. Yeah. Like, okay, now I know how to figure out this, this, this skateboarding. So, okay, this is how we start. Okay, we start from Oli and then from there we do more tricks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can totally relate. You know, for, for music, it's the same thing. Like the first time I did a guitar solo, mm. right? From going from the typical GDCD chords to doing a solo. And, and, and I get it. That's how you build that passion. The mm-hmm. moment you are able to do something that is a little bit above basic, then it builds that passion. Mm. So, So, understood on how you grew up in Kuching and how this passion for skateboarding happened, right? Now, I want to talk about something else. So, then you had to become an adult, I assume. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you did this whole career in finance. So, so, so yeah. tell me a little bit about this whole, you know, doing a f- career in finance. Okay. Um, okay. It, it brings back to um, how I grew up those days because... Um, We, we we kept moving from one place to another place oh, okay so that create um, um, that character of me being able to adapt to changes mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. situation right and as I grew up in Kuching after form five I was like just doing uh, waitering mm-hmm. you know. Work in the hotel, Hilton, mm. in the banquet, you know, part-time. Mm. Mm. And I was like, oh, I don't see myself going anywhere, you know, like, mm. I gotta go out from here, you know. So, I moved to KL. Mm. So, moved to KL, I study, and my other hobby is to draw, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in art. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I study industrial design. Okay. So, because... Um, it has more like sketching and you know drawing and shit like that so mm. I was really into it I was really good at it and I graduated and then I became an industrial designer mm. Mm. so I work in a company in Kota Kemuning Shalam okay so so what we do there was um, we we prototype a product For for um, for example, like a backpack, but we we make it more fancier or simplify it probably. So mm-hmm, we come mm-hmm. up with some designs, and that's what I did. So design, 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 and come up with a product, and it really um, makes me happy lah to see your end product there. But the pay was not. The really, greatest. Uh, <laughs> the greatest lah. Not really what I wanted or not worth it lah. You know, I work so hard and then mm. I only get paid like thousand plus. Like, mm, you know, no, that's tough, dude. That's, that's tough, tough, man. That's yeah. Tough. And and then one of my friend came to me. Hey, Joseph. Hey, you wanna work in a bank? Uh? Huh? In a bank? I don't know shit about banking. You know, <laughs> like like like, I'm very bad with numbers. 
It's okay, don't worry. Wait a minute. You're bad with numbers uh, and you're a career in finance. <laughs> There is hope for all of you. Okay? <laughs> It's okay, Joseph. Everything is in the system. You just click here, click there. Oh, yeah, ka. You don't have to count anything. Oh, yeah, ka. Okay, lah. On, lah. So, I took that challenge, lah. I took it, lah. Say, okay, on. Send my resume. She was the manager. And then, okay, approve. Then, I quit designing. And mm. I got into banking somehow. Okay, okay. So in HSBC, mm. so um, HSBC, I was working in the um, back office doing settlements. So like she said, yeah, I didn't have to count. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a click a button, you know. Okay, all this, da, 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 da. but you know, um, like I said, I adapt to 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 changes. Mm. So that's how I I learn, and then the pay was good and. At that time, at that age, it's all about you. Just want to climb that ladder, you know. Oh, you yeah, wanna, man. yeah. You wanna reach there, you know. Manager, yeah, yeah, head yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. VP, <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, it, I got you know. It. <laughs> and and it gets tougher and tougher, and a lot of politics going on in yeah. the office. Like what? Like corporate politics? Like it just drains you. I understand. Dude. And yeah, the money was okay. Um, can sustain me, and I managed to um, pay my bills and stay in the condo and get a car and you know, uh, go back to Kuching. That's more than enough for me, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's draining, lah. You know, like balik rumah, stress. And that time I was working UK hours. I oh. I come in at three, balik tengah malam, and then. Itu pun kalau I balik tengah malam lah The office is not be- not far from Changkat and then ah, So there's always round two There's always round two And go Changkat balik pukul 6 pagi like, Wah, <laughs> Next day I kena kerja like, oh. uh, the, yeah. that, That's the passion of being young lah back then yeah. it's, it's so easy yeah. Now 12 o'clock you want to sleep You're tired <laughs> That's right And then I was like ah, Susah lah, stress lah And then Um Somehow I I moved to another bank to Standard Chartered because I want to look for a nine to five job. So they had ah. an offer nine to five job. So I got into Standard Chartered, worked three years there after seven years in HSBC, um, and COVID came okay. into the picture. Okay. Okay. And I got redundant from from. Uh, the job lah, mm-hmm. so I got a choice lah whether to stay or to take that VSS, mm, you know. Mm, mm. So I was like, you know what, I'll just take it. Okay. After discussing with my wife lah, mm. it was it was a tough decision because uh, we just got married and we just um, had uh, my first born. Mm. You know, it was quite tough. Like, shit, what am I going to do? What are we going to do? You know. Mm, mm. And that time I was already coaching, but only weekends. Mm. Just saja saja lah, you know. Mm. I already took my license and coaching, so I was just doing the weekend. And then after I kena buang, when I accept that VSS, and I was like, okay, let's just do skateboarding coaching full time, because I started to get uh, more. Um, Demands lah, you know. Mm, uh, mm. People kept asking, "Hey, Joseph, got slot ah? Are you sorry, full lah? Oh, you only do weekends ah? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then so it was very organic. Organic. Ah. Oh, I want to send my kid for um after school on weekdays. Oh, yeah, ka, sorry, I cannot. And then 
that just start to um, you know came to me like oh actually we can sustain this you know mm. okay so I start collecting all this um, you know demands and then just start small start mm. small and then that's how we grow and then it just stuck to me and doing it just give me so much of satisfaction ah. gila like you're doing something that you love you know and then you're sharing that love to kids and you can see the smile the kids after they even push their balls like wow you know yeah i mean i mean to be to be honest i think i think that's that's kind of the dream right mm. so so what i get was it's a victim of circumstance you know uh, mco happened you were mm. made redundant mm-hmm. but what i like is the fact that you were already doing this on the side you were mm. already teaching your friends kids and stuff mm. so it just made sense to just organically go into the business all right so why why don't you tell us a little bit about JR Skates. You know what 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 is JR Skates all about? You know what what services do you guys offer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh JR Skate is JR stands from for Joseph Romi, not Junior. <laughs> But um kena juga, you know, because some people say thought that it's Junior because I aja budak-budak, right? So, ah, <laughs> oh, maybe it's Junior. Yeah. But actually it's Joseph Romi lah, yeah. So, we started JR Skate Um, three years ago, or three yeah, three years ago, something like that. Mm. And what JR Skate offers um, is the awareness of skateboarding. We 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 teach the one on one fundamentals of skateboarding mm-hmm. because there's a lot of people who wants to skate but they don't know how. Mm. So we cater to that kind of people who wants to learn how to skate. So we have beginner, intermediate, and advanced um, levels, lah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we uh, offer package for groups of five in a class, and also a private one-to-one. Mm-hmm. 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 So other than um, our classes, we also do um, skate clinics and skate camps. Mm-hmm. So during that skate camp or skate clinic. What what JR Skate main um, goal or, or purpose is to educate skateboarders through skateboarding. We call it skate education. <laughs> nah. Yeah, skate education. All right, you, yeah. you, you, you got to trademark that. Uh. <laughs> Make sure day one bahasa pustaka. There's a new word. Okay. Skate education. Skate education. Ah. <laughs> so um, in our program. Um, we we try to share the values of skateboarding, mm. um, like for example, like perseverance, mm. um, embracing failure, uh, persistencies, focus, and boosting your confidence through mm. skateboarding and face your fear, all that shit lah, you know. Mm, mm, mm. So um, during the clinic or camp, we emphasize that. You know, so it's not it's not just about learning it's about skateboarding because this sounds very much like a character building uh, thing. Exactly, I yes. think that's beautiful. Yes, you know. So because um, that's that's what happened to me. That's what um, ha- um, skateboarding did to me. You know, mm, mm. skateboarding built my character and built who I am right now. You know, mm, mm, mm. and I wasn't as confident as. 
I think I am confident now lah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, skateboarding gave me that confidence, boosted that confidence um, from from getting me to to hang out with other people from other backgrounds, and then you got no choice but to communicate because you sharing the same passion. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um, yeah. Skateboarding is 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 more than the ability to stand on a skateboard and do tricks. It's more than that. Now that's that that's beautiful. I mean, so when, when we look at the business model, you offer classes either um, five to a class or one on one. You've got intermediate, so you've got beginner, intermediate, and advanced classes, mm-hmm. and you've got skate camps that not only teach you those skateboarding skills, but more importantly, teaches you life skills, yes, character exactly. building, right? Mm-hmm. So, so here's the interesting thing, right? So you've been running this business. Um, you know how many, let's say, how many students do you have in total, and how many uh, instructors do you have? Um, now we have probably around 50 students, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. more than that, um, because we also, besides our our regular classes, um, JR Skate. Is also offering um, CCA um, curriculum activity after school um, activity in schools. That's the best thing. Right? Yeah, you, you manage to penetrate the education market. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're in a few schools where, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, you mm-hmm. offer this as a CCA, yes. as an additional curriculum activity. Yes. What schools are you in? Um, currently, we're in British International School in Banautama. And international school Park City in Desa Park City, mm-hmm. and also ISKL. Oh, very Ampang. very nice! All international school, yeah. Eh? Hey, But um, <laughs> there there are a lot more schools that have approached us. It's just that we are lack of. Manpower lah, you know. Ah, uh, so so you want to do it, but you yeah. just need to find the people. Yeah. So speaking of manpower, how many people do you have? Uh, Coaches running the business with you. Yeah. Um, uh, running the business is me and um my wife Suyin. Okay. So Suyin um shout out to Suyin. <laughs> Suyin um is the program director. Okay. So all the programs she customizes it accordingly, mm. and um. Head coach is me, and I have um, maybe three assistant coaches mm-hmm. under mm-hmm. me at the moment. But it's it's not easy to find coaches, you know. Mm. It's not easy. We have a lot of skateboarders who can skate so well, but to find a skateboarder that can teach and have patience and how to handle kids, especially. It's another one, uh, another so level. Goes you know? on to my next question, right? Mm. So you say you've got about 50 students, mm, right? Mm. Uh, I mean, how many percent of those are kids? How many percent of those are adults? I would say um, 70, 30, 70 um, kids. Okay, 70%. So, so which is harder to teach, adults or kids, uh, and why? Kids. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I would say kids because. Um, Their focus span depends on their age, lah. The younger they are, lagi susah. You know, like five years old, six years old. I was like, oh my god, oh, yeah. this 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 group again. Oh man, uh, this this sounds like my son. <laughs> <laughs> so so my son actually has classes. He's been going for classes for the past, I think, three months, right? Mm-hmm. And as a parent watching him, I get very frustrated because he does 
like one activity for maybe about 10 minutes mm. or 5 minutes and the next thing you know he runs up the ramp and comes down runs up and comes down <laughs> and it's not just him I look at the whole bunch of other kids everyone is kind of similar yeah. so how 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 do you then um you know uh, train your coaches or what do you do to try to get them to be disciplined in doing the activities <clears throat> So um, normally, uh, what we would do, what I would do to um, this group of kids, I would tell them, "Okay, guys, you want to skate, right?" And then, okay, these are the rules. So um, I I gave the rules. If they don't um, follow it, I'll give them a timeout. La, you know, <laughs> like you know what we do at as home, la, You know, as parents, lah. You know. So I apply that in in my classes. I, it's not easy. Some kids just, just tak kisah, like ah, run here, run there, run here, run there. But it would come um, to a certain time when, if it's too much to control, I would say to the parents lah, you know what, uh, your kid not interested lah. Okay, so 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 far my kid is okay. Huh? Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> if it, Kai, if you're watching, <laughs> if you're watching this a few years from now, you realize ah, huh? pay attention. <laughs> yeah, like for example, like Kai, like you said lah. Um, when we first started, his focus span skijab je five minutes uh, on the board, and then uh, the rest of the time just go around and talk and just you know kacau budak lain you know. <laughs> but after few classes, he started to stay longer. You know the yeah. focus gets longer and longer because um, how we do our classes, we we wanna interact with kids through skateboarding. To have fun learning, you know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at that age they just want to have fun. They just want to play, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do it like a playful kind of lesson, you know? mm. like you know they have so much energy. So why not? Okay, we would arrange skateboards, um, like five skateboards. Um, so they need to jump from from one skateboard to another skateboard, and after they can jump three skateboards, we add another one. Yeah. So we just want to. Play around with the energy that they have, and then mm-hmm. they get so happy doing it. Yeah. So when they get happy and and they want to do more, then that will build that 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 um interest in them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and 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 to be fair, I think um seeing that my son is a test subject, you know, uh, <laughs> what what I found interesting is the fact that like after a few weeks of classes, he really enjoyed it. You know, I think I shared videos yeah, with you. Yeah. He wants to skate on his own and not just during classes, and it built. Like what you said, character building. I believe that. Like it built his bravery. Because my my son tends to be a little bit scared of certain things, but mm. it really built his bravery. I felt. Yeah. You know? So that's 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 what I thought that was cool about you know him doing the skating thing. Mm. So uh, when it, when we talk about JR skates, right? What do you think sets your business apart from the other skate schools out there? Um, I think from my point of view. Especially when you're handling kids, <laughs> um, we tend to be more attentive to to kids. What I want from my coaches, I always um, tell them to be more attentive to the kids, because not every coaches you see has that patience or or the the, the skill to approach different kids in a different way. You know. Mm-hmm. Kid number one, different way to approach. Kid number <laughs> two, different way. So you have to like adjust that on that time, you know. Like, so 
from JSCAT point of view, we we emphasize on how to build that trust and relationship with our our kids, our students. From there only they would, you know, um, trust in you and want to learn more from you. And what I see, not many coaches have that from mm. other schools. Mm. You know, mm. Mm. I can I can I can attest to that. You've got one coach. Uh, I think his name is Coach Stu. Yeah, yeah. He he. I think I don't know if he's a parent, but he would make an amazing father. The the way he handles my son specifically, mm. his patience. It's it's basic things which you learn in early childhood education. For mm-hmm. example, to bring your level as Down. low exactly. Yes, it's it's exactly. It's it's actually basic parenting, which most of the time some parents will know. I'm I'm very lucky because my wife is an educator, so to see him do that, it really mm. sets you guys apart. You understand how mm. to speak to children, mm. to treat them with a certain kind of respect mm-hmm. and to also understand that they have the ability to do certain things because sometimes we don't believe Ayo, you mean kids can do that are you sure like sometimes when you go to the skate park if you ever see um, the Mon Cara skate park right you'll see kids as young as five mm-hmm. years old six years old going up this huge vert ramp up mm-hmm. and down and like you know I watch in awe that <laughs> kids can do this you know so always believe In the abilities of your kids, your kids can do anything they want to mm-hmm. trust them. You just have right? to support them, you know, exactly, and what they're doing. Exactly, exactly. Support, support them, and then um, just, just like I say, build that trust, lah. You know, mm-hmm. that's what um, you know um, differentiate us from others. Okay, I would say what. Yeah. What is the biggest challenge when it comes to running your business? You know, like a few things, right? Like, how did you have to deal with maybe your family? How what did your family have to say when you told them, "I'm quitting this, uh, you know, fi- cushy finance job. <laughs> I'm opening a skate school." And operationally, what are the challenges that you face? Um, my 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 family was very supportive towards it. They they know that. Um, I think. They have confidence in mm. what I'm going to do. Uh, okay, Joseph gonna coach kids in skateboarding. He's good at skateboarding, and he he loves kids and he loves teaching. So yeah, why not just go for it? You know. So from there, I got no problem. And then the the while while running the business, um, the most challenging part when I was doing it on my own was to manage um, time management, lah. You know, like. We're we're stuck in time management, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, dah lah, you coaching and then got query and you have to reply to messages and then you have to um book a slot for this customer and then it just kept coming and coming coming and then that was my challenge lah. That's when Suin steps in ah. and then she is like, "Don't worry, my man." <laughs> Let me handle those shit. You, okay. you ma- <laughs> husband, you manage the teaching. I'll manage the business. Uh, right. She's the boss. Yeah, right, bro. Yeah. All, all our wives are our boss. Okay, <laughs> trust me. So she makes a seventy percent of the company. She owns. <laughs> yes. You are just the 100%. coolie. <laughs> I coolie, yeah. So yeah, um, challenges. I would say the the most challenging is. Handling customers, mm. um, because some of our customers, that that thing, um, skateboarding is like other sports, like football. You can learn how to kick a ball in 
in five minutes. You mm. know, so they expect that from skateboarding. You know, like mm. oh, some parents like um, I already sent my kid for your classes for one month already. Ah, uh. uh, he said he still don't know how to do kickflip. I was like, <laughs> whoa, dude. Kick flip will take years, man. You know, <laughs> you cannot learn kick flip in you know one month, man. You know, mm. so you have to explain them that it, that is why the awareness of um, this particular sport is very important. You know, there is a process for you to progress to a different mm. level. You know, mm. 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 you just gotta have that 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 passion, lah. Huh? And then you you have to um, put some time to it, you know. Because skateboarding is all about um, repetitive mm. action, you know. Mm. The more you do it, the better you get. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's I mean, when it comes to practice, right? You got to practice with a purpose. Yeah. Right. Make sure that it's not just about being repetitive. You got to have a purpose. Mm. I want to learn this. Mm. Just just like your example of the ollie, mm. right? You saw someone doing the ollie, and your pra- your purpose of that practice in the taman was. Ollie, Ollie, yeah, Ollie. Yeah, yeah. So exactly, is this is the same with this? So yeah. you you're speaking about the awareness of the sport, mm. right? But here's the thing: I think in recent years, skateboarding and skateboarding culture has become so popular. If I'm not mistaken, it's an Olympic sport. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, yes, it is. So, what do you think is driving the popularity of the sport right now? Um, of course, the recognition of skateboarding into Olympic. Mm. As um, you know, like a it's an Olympic sport, man. Mm. Like mm. it's no longer a street sport. You know, people um don't really look bad at it um towards skateboarding anymore. But there are some people still. But that is what we're trying to to give awareness of. Mm. You know, like okay, skateboarding is more than. Um, what you think it is? It's you. You think it's a rebel sport, punk rock, um, smoke weed and get <laughs> drunk, all that you know perception. But it's we don't want to see that. Yeah, agreed. Why don't you look at the positive side of it? Mm. There's more than whatever you thought it was. You yeah. know. Yeah. Like like what you said, like your camps. It's about yeah. building character. Building character. I, and and I totally agree. Yeah. Any any success stories that you can share with maybe any of the kids mm. or any of your students? Yes. You know? um, most of the success stories from parents or students is confidence. You know, mm. I have a lot of um, parents sending their kids because their kids. Don't even know how to create conversation with each other, or mm. don't even look at you in, in your eyes when they're talking. Like mm. I think the pandemic really affect um, social interaction. social interaction. Mm. You know, mm. you know. Mm. So um, during classes, that is why I always encourage group classes for kids. I want them to mingle around and then start a conversation. You know, it's a social development, lah. Uh, you know. And after few classes for this certain group of kids, you can see their confidence were like level up suddenly. You know, mm-hmm. suddenly they s- create conversation with you, and then parents would come to me like, "Hey, Joseph, oh my kid now, ah, huh? so confident lah. Uh, mm-hmm. He 
he start to make friends because like I said like like how I grew up just by holding a skateboard your self esteem boosted you know like <laughs> suddenly you become the cool kid yeah, right? suddenly cool kid like you see these kids like nerdy nerdy tapi after few classes wow you can see his dress up pun lain you know like 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 pak- at first came to my class first day macam abang kind of <laughs> outfit like what are you wearing dude like three quarter and sport shoe sport shoe lah. after a while oh i think he sees a lot of skateboarders wearing cool outfit you know and they started to you know, the parents were like hey oh my son uh, asked me to buy um, this kind of shirt or this kind of pants this kind of shoe okay 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 oh, quite expensive huh? yeah <laughs> my my son has fallen in love with vans oh. because in the skate park there's vans everywhere yeah. right? so when you go to the mall he's like yo dada Those Vans shoes, <laughs> my size got that. Say, hold on, <laughs> hold on, boy. Tunggu hujung bulan, lah. So, so let's just say, lah. I mean, I mean, honestly, Joseph. I mean, based on this conversation, right? Mm. I can really see your passion for the sport. I think you're you're not just teaching people how to skate. You're teaching people how to build this confidence, especially children. Mm. You know, uh, I see it from my son who's taking classes with uh, you and your coaches and it is something that I recommend uh, for kids out there and even for adults as well. So, I mean, mm. going on to that, right? What what advice would you give someone who wants to start skating, right? What what advice do you tell them? How, how, how do I get started? Um, For someone who want to start skating I'm pretty sure they would have um, a lot of anxiety like oh, how do I start uh, where do I buy this or what should I buy or what type of skateboard you know so um, that's why that's what we are offering um, to to people who wants to learn how to skate we, we we're not only teaching you how to skate but we will guide you Okay, what kind of shoe you have to wear, you mm, know? Mm. Uh, what kind of board should you buy? Okay, let's start with um, something basic. Don't have to spend too much, you know? Decathlon! <laughs> <laughs> Decathlon sponsor, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send this to you, Decathlon. <laughs> I will wear your baju. Uh, but actually, yes. I, I, w- I mean, Decathlon is the most affordable place to get skateboards. Like, like, I um, agree. A basic but good quality skateboards affordable mm, you know mm, mm. skate shop they have high quality um, um, skateboards which is good but as a start maybe you don't want to spend so much lah you know mm. so um, you get a basic one and then what we also um, show or, or give to our um, clients who want to start skateboarding we would tell them it's okay don't worry we have methods and tips on how to start skating like you you might you might thought that i can't even stand i don't have um um that balance but with the right techniques that we have so far that i thought everyone managed to mm. at least stand on the skateboard and ride You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I was very because my son is a little clumsy. Um, he he has issues with balance. He falls down all the time. But to see him 
be so confident after maybe about a month mm. a month of skating and he can push you know that mm. that for me was such a beautiful thing to watch yeah. from barely being able to balance mm-hmm. right I remember to, that yeah to be able to push so yeah I get that so mm. so to anyone who wants to start out there you know later we'll, we'll, we'll hit, we can hit, we can share your socials and then you can start lah. sure sure so, but let's go to some fun stuff lah Joseph ah, now we go to some fun yeah. stuff <laughs> so we spoke about the history you know how, how, how you grew up how you picked up skateboarding finance mm. to skateboarding mm. we spoke about your skateboarding business mm. now some fun stuff lah right okay if you could be a skater for a day oh who would you be and why <sighs> i would be tony hawk lah <laughs> tony hawk lah uh, if if i could be um like tony hawk for a day why i chose him because i want to feel like how how to be um someone who started from skateboarding and now he's like a billionaire like like i think one of the richest skateboarder mm. in the world he's a skating know? icon globally yeah who, who doesn't know tony hawk yeah right and he's so rich he has um like his own games um his his companies did you play tony hawk of pro skater <laughs> of course who doesn't yeah 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 and but He's so humble. Mm. Like I've I've watched uh, many of his documentaries and his show. Like you can see how genuine he is in how passionate he mm. is mm. in sharing um, his knowledge. His knowledge, yeah, sharing yeah. the love of skateboarding. You know, yeah. and that really um, ignites my 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 passion, lah. You yeah. know, that's what I want to. Be, I want to be like him, you know. Yeah, I think I think that's one thing about Tony Hawk. You you got the exact word humility. Yes. I mean, again, it's all videos that we watch on social and stuff, right? But people when they share, he's he's so humble. Mm-hmm. So now we talk back about skateboarding, right? Like, what is the most fun and most difficult trick that you can do? Um, most fun, um, difficult to learn is a kickflip. So um, kickflip is a trick where when you reach the advanced stage you start to learn how to flip the the skateboard lah the deck and it's so much fun because you can turn that trick into a variation of tricks you know mm-hmm. like you can do kickflip 50-50 or kickflip um backside tail slide and a kickflip out so There's a lot of variation you can do. 360 flip, frontside flip. It's just once you know how to flick the board and then flip it, and you just combine with your um your body movement, and then you flip the board together with your body move um, turning. You know, it's just that's it's it's really fun. That trick is the most um fun and difficult trick for me yeah so once you've learned the basics of the kickflip that is how you do those variations yes. to make it even cooler yes exactly yeah what's, what's the most fun part about running your business um the fun part is uh end of the class where we do sharing or reflection like mm. sometimes we would just sit down and okay What do you think of your class? Oh, it's so much fun. Uh, oh yeah. So, and we would point out um, things like, oh, when you first started just now, you were so scared to go down that ramp, and look at you now. You 
went down on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see that that yes. that face, that that satisfaction, like ah. Oh. And it that's the best thing in in coaching, lah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, to I mean, see that to 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 see that moment where yeah. they broke the third wall suddenly. Oh. I can do this. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's amazing, right? especially as a parent. If you watch that, and speaking of parent, uh, you just recently uh, became a father to a second one, mm. right? Yep. Yep. So how two has, months ago? Yeah. yeah uh, congratulations. Thank you. Again, <laughs> how has fatherhood impacted your life and impacted you running your business? Um, fatherhood. Um, mold me into another character, like how to be more patient. Um, how to um, um look at your own emotion and mm. how do you speak to your kid and how you act with towards your kid or in front of them. So it's it's like. Cerminkan diri sendiri lah, you know. Ah, uh, like before you, um, like like for example, sometimes you so stressed, you marah, you just want to bang the 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 the, the chair, or what? Mm. But you think twice. Oh, I shouldn't do this in front of my kid, chair. You know, so it 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 gives you the ability to step back. Yes, step back before you act. Step back because I wasn't like that, you know. I always like act, 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 yeah, you know, like, <laughs> and then the hustle maybe bad, uh, and then you have to, you know, figure out how to solve it, lah. But now, it teaches me to step back and see the situation. Okay, how do I handle the situation, mm. you know? And that um, I bring that element into my coaching as well, mm. you know, mm. like when when certain kids. Um, unable to do um, certain tricks, and I try to okay. Don't push them. Just let them have their space and step back. And then I try to figure out okay, why? Eh? Oh, maybe because um, his body um, didn't you know put on the right position. You know, it it teaches me to pause for a while and then see the whole situation mm-hmm. and solve it. Yeah. I mean that's and that's the thing about life, right? Mm. It's always important to take a step back and mm. to look at the bigger picture because mm. sometimes you've only got tunnel vision. You're just looking at it exactly. in one way. Take a step back, get a broader look, and understand why things are happening. Yeah. All right. Um. If let's say I was to take your phone lah mm. and open your Spotify, <laughs> all right. What are the top three songs right now or three bands that's <laughs> on your Spotify right now? Let me guess. Coco Melon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, Disney hits, <laughs> <laughs> Disney hits, uh, Radiohead, and uh, what's the other one? Uh? Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, lah. Uh, uh, um, I actually a few months ago watched Red Hot Chili Peppers in Singapore live. <gasps> yeah. Oh, they weren't that great. They were playing a lot of B sides. So uh, uh, RHCP, if you're watching this, right? Which I doubt you are, but if you are, can you please play <laughs> better songs? Okay. <laughs> All right, last last question. I always ask my guests this, right? What's your three favorite things to eat, and where can mm. we get them? Um, kolot mi. Okay, where yeah. where where's the best kolot um, mi? I would say um, it's called Mama Ting. 
Uh, it's it's in SS2. Hmm. Uh, excuse me, hmm. you come from Kuching, you know. Yeah, Are know. you telling me SS2 is better than Kuching? Two? Oh, oh no, no, Kuching no, no. Kuching <laughs> is the best. But being here, of course, lah, you aren't able to go back, right? So, uh, <laughs> the best so far here is Mama Ting, lah. Okay, uh. the best in Kuching? Oh, Siang Siang. Ah, uh, Siang uh, Siang Siang. Very famous. Siang, Tabuan Jaya. Uh, <laughs> whenever I go back, we always. Go to Siang Siang first. That's right. the first thing to do. Mama Ting SS2 or Siang Siang in Tabuan? Ah, yes. Okay. Yes, Number yes. two? Number two, um, Indian food, uh, Acha Curry House. Acha Curry House. Uh, the one that is now in Taman Bahagia. Uh, is it in Taman Bahagia now? Because um, the last time I went was here in PJ here. Section 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. If, if I'm not mistaken, they actually moved to Taman oh, Bahagia. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Oh. Acha Curry House. Huh? Yeah. Okay. And the third is, um, I would say, um, Pelita lah kot. Uh, Pelita <laughs> is like... <laughs> Whatever you can find there, man. No, so Malaysian. <laughs> you must choose a mama. Right? You, you got to choose a mama. Roti canai, nasi kandar. You go pelita. Perut ya, Malaysia ni. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hey, Joseph. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank I really you. appreciate. It. it was so good to hear your story about how you grew up, how you built this passion, and I can see that passion coming through you in running the school. It's not just about teaching kids how to skate. It's about building their self confidence mm-hmm. and to build their character. Yeah. So, um, Joseph, if you'd like to share anything to the people uh, out there who are listening and watching, you know, uh, how can they know more about JR Skates and how can they contact you? Ah, uh, yeah, you can go to our IG, JR uh, Skate underscore MY, or Facebook, and you can check out our website www.jrskates.com. Yeah, we'll link all of this at the bottom for YouTube and uh, Spotify as well. Mm. So. Thanks, Joseph. Thank you. Know. you. All right. Uh, thanks for being for the show, and thank you for watching another episode of Find the Real, where I believe everyone has a story. Catch you in the next episode. Peace. Woo.